You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to the show on the WaitForIt.com hotline. David Archer. Uh, obviously, we hear him on Sundays, but he's getting up to be with us on Saturday morning. Arch, how are you? And he gets an Emmy for what you were talking about, too. Oh, my goodness. Well, Arch- it's good good to be with you guys. You guys are completely underselling. Forget the coffee. I mean, how many people go back for an extra extra helping at Christmas time for that Christmas feast? You got we get two helpings of Greg and Sam. I love that. Ah, oh, look at that one Sunday. Take an extra twenty out of petty cash. Take an extra twenty out of petty cash. No, I got to talk about this guy. I got to talk about this guy. Sam's Arch, got something for you. I man. haven't seen you. I've uh, spoken to you since the Tampa Bay game, and uh, I still the, the the exemplary work you did, man. You took the wheel. You know, Wes was having trouble getting down there to you, and you had to call that thing, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I thoroughly yes. enjoyed well, you're, your yes. call. You're very kind. Game. You're very kind, Sam. <laughs> um, you, you're the professional. I'm, I'm a guy that's just kind of trying to work at it, and I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot to me. It's like uh, you got a piece of blacktop, and you just try to keep it on the blacktop. And it don't, no matter where the lines are, just keep it on the blacktop. <laughs> <laughs> had that been your first – when was the first time you, you did play-by-play? I did play by play in some preseason games for the Falcons, so I've done it a couple of times. Um, but yeah, it, it was not. We had not done a regular season game, and of course, that one caught us off guard because Wes had some travel issues, and and we were able to work through it. Bo Morgan was a huge help, uh, who's our executive producer of Falcon Radio. He was right there with me, so he was kind of holding my hand and made sure the turning wheels didn't come off. But uh, we were somehow we guided it home. I hope. Hope we didn't too, turn too many away from listening to the game on the radio. No, you were great, man. Nah, man. Matter of fact, I, I was hoping you were going to pull off the win. I said, what if Arch pulls off the win here <laughs> over, over, over Tom Brady? Well, if we won that one with against the goat, we probably wouldn't allowed West back in. So <laughs> <good thing> <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the game, 929 the game.com, joined by uh, David Archer. Uh, David. Listen, you're the you're the person to go to when we talk about what happened this past week. And first of all, has it ever happened to you where there was a quarterback change during your playing career that involved you on the plus side or negative side? But what are um what's it like in the locker room this week with the with with the Falcons? Well, there's certainly uh, I've had a couple of instances with this, both one, one on the good and one on the bad. One was because of an inju- injury, uh, and it's ironic because my first NFL start was in the Kingdom in Seattle, and it was a very similar building to this building. I was a young player against the, the a really good Seattle uh, Seahawks team. The Dave Craig, Steve Largent, Kenny Easley, yeah. Jacob Green guys, they were really good. Sammy, you remember those teams? Really good team. Um, really hard to play in that building, really loud. So you take what they do now in that outdoor building uh, in Seattle, which is kind of renowned for being a tough place to play, and put that inside. That was what I was confronting. That's what Desmond Ritter is going to get this weekend. Uh, and it's kind of twofold in the fact that this building is one that it's tough anyway. And then you put the Falcons in the building, which the Saint fans and the Saints don't really like anyway. So that, that magnifies the situation. So a really interesting test for the young guy. So I can, I can empathize and, and kind of understand what he's going through. As far as the locker room goes, this can be – uh, can be uh, an energy builder, and I think that that it. I think I want to focus on that because I think that's what this is. I think this is one where 
The offense was floundering some. We'd scored under 20 points the last few times out. Uh, and I really felt like, guys, that this last game that we played against Pittsburgh, Marcus had done a lot of things in the game to keep you in the game, and it made some plays to provide you an opportunity to win the game. I felt like that the loss uh, against Pittsburgh, there were plays in the game that he didn't make that actually cost you the game. And he had a couple guys open for touchdowns that he just simply didn't see. Uh, and so he was, yeah, a tough outing. And, and so I thought that this was the right time to make the change. The young quarterback had learned a lot, and he was ready to go. So, uh, But I think it, there's some energy in the room. Uh, he and Drake London have been boys since they got here, which is kind of cool. We wide receiver quarterback combination that have kind of been palling around and hanging out together anyway. And now all of a sudden they're going to get a chance to do it on the field. Uh, that could be fun as well. That's David Archer, one of the voices of Atlanta Falcons broadcast. I'm not uh, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 com. I'm going to give you a scenario here. You're on one of the flights back after a Falcons game. You got a seat open next to you, and you find yourself all of a sudden, Desmond Ritter sitting next to you. And he asks you how long it took for you to have the game slow down when you became an NFL quarterback. Because we always hear that. The game, this guy, the game is, is, is finally slow for this guy. How many years, how many seasons does that take? What would you tell him your experiences were? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really quality question, Greg. And, and I, I think it's different for different guys, right? It looked like it was different for Dan Marino when he got in and, and things slowed down for him. It looked like it took longer for John Elway. Elway really struggled in his first couple, you know, season and a half or so. Now, those are a couple of guys that I played against. For me, uh, I didn't play until the end of my first year. Uh, I got a chance to play at the end of the season. And then we were five games when Steve Barkowski went down and I took over as the starter. So I had a chance to be around the game a little longer. But I would say from a from an in-game scenario, it probably was at the end of my second season after playing probably – eight or 10 games where I finally got a chance to say, okay, you know, I'm settled in here. I see what's going on. My pre-snap feel was fine. I was getting us in the right things. And I was seeing things based on what I was seeing Monday on tape. I was reading things out properly. So at that point, the game, I guess, had slowed down for me some. The thing you had to keep in mind for Desmond Ritter is he played 50-plus games in college. Uh, third all-time winner in college quarterback as a quarterback behind what Kellen Moore and, and Colt McCoy, uh, those two guys, are the only two guys that have won more games in college football than Desmond Ritter has. Um, so the guy knows how to win. The guy's played in games. Now, whether you want to talk about the level of play in the AAC, he probably played three or four games each year that would qualify as some of the some big time games. Uh, certainly the game at Alabama was his last game and that was not, one of his better games. It was not a game that he'd like to reflect on, but still experience counts. Um, for him, uh, I think that it's going to take a few games. There's no question about that. But we, what, what did Brock Purdy, what's Brock Purdy been doing? And that's really the bar that's been set here out in San Francisco. Purdy's a guy that played a lot of football at Iowa State, uh, much like Desmond Ritter has. Uh, those guys have a lot of experience in, in different situations. And so I think guys are more, a little bit more prepared, Greg, and a long answer here, but a little bit more prepared to do this than maybe they were when I came out. Folks, we're pleased to be spending some time on the WaitForIt.com hotline with David Archer. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at ArcherQB16, all lowercase letters there, ArcherQB16, if you want to follow some of the things that he has and some of the thoughts on the Falcons. They get set to take on the Saints tomorrow uh, in New Orleans. Um, I'm going to ask you this question. we got four games with this guy starting. Does he have pressure to go out 
and prove to this team that they don't need to draft another quarterback in the draft? And I mean, no, maybe nobody's saying that, but to me, that's the elephant in the room. Yeah, Sam, I think it's probably just there. You know, it's not something you need to talk about. It's certainly not something he needs to load on his plate. Uh, you know, I think that there's just an innate thing that's sitting there that you kind of realize that that's kind of what part of the part of the equation here. Uh, make no mistake, Arthur Smith is plugging him in to the to the game this weekend because they need a spark. They're not plugging him in to get a chance to look at him. I think that that's part of the misnomer here. Oh, well, this is an opportunity for the Falcons to look at their young quarterback. That's just a byproduct of what's happening. Yeah, you're going to get a chance to look at him. We need to win games. And he's being plugged in as a try to spark this team because we haven't been able to do enough in the passing game to help complement, which has been the fourth best rushing team in the, in the league. And so he's going to, he's coming in as a spark. Um, so I think that's the big part about it. The byproduct is certainly you're going to get a chance to look at him. And yes, the, the, the elephant there is in the room and he's sitting there very prominently in the corner that you're going to chance to look at him for four games. It's a good test. He goes on the road, one of the most, uh, toughest environments in football to play in ball in, uh, in new Orleans. Then he's got to go play a team that's, that's vying to win the division in the AFC North in Baltimore. And then he gets the, the Cardinals coming here who are a little banged up and obviously without Kyler Murray, but you get, you get the goat comes in here the last game of the year. So really pretty good test of, of a group of teams two are vying for playoff spots. One's your all time division rival in a hostile environment. So about as good a cross section of games as you could have wanted to evaluate a player. David, you're the guy to ask for this um, college football lost a very good coach this past week, but they also lost a all-time great character. Could you have played for Mike Leach, or would you have enjoyed playing for that guy? Well, I, I've talked to a number of play, uh, number of players that played for him this week, uh, Greg, and, and Mike Leach was phenomenal. Um, mind and innovator helped uh, kind of take Hal Mummy's air raid to another level, and obviously there's off-branches of all that. I've had a chance to talk to Graham Harrell and some of the guys that played for him on those Texas Tech teams. Um it would have it would have been a chore to learn the offense because there was it was a memorization offense that had no rhyme or reason to it. You know, you used to when you designed routes, you would put numbers on routes, and six eighteen would be an in cut with a flat with a guy going over the top of the post. That didn't mean, that that's not what that meant in his offense. It just meant this, and you say, well, why did it mean that? Well, that's just what it means, and so that made it difficult. So <laughs> from just remember. You know, like the 90 series would be a quick series. The 80 series would be a five-step series. Mm-hmm. That's not what it meant. He said 95 means this. Well, why does it mean that? That's just what it means. There was no rhymer. So that made it gotcha. very difficult for these guys to learn. Now, make no mistake, he put out a lot of players. And I thought he provided – I think we so talked so much about what he did. I think ultimately I could have played for him, certainly. And I love the character and all that kind of stuff, the levity around the game. But – his, you think about the coaching tree. I think everybody talks about the coaching tree. Maybe a couple of the QBs and stuff. Think about the guys like Russ, Wes Welker and Danny Amendola and guys who have never, maybe ever played in the National Football League that played because of his system and what it provided. Those guys, little slot receivers that now we think of as commonplace. Right. Hey, I got to have one of those guys in my system. Mm-hmm. I got to have a slot receiver. He perfected that and made that happen. So there's guys playing in the league that probably would have never played had not Mike Leach not designed the offense. Yeah, Cooper Cup, MVP of the Super Bowl yeah, last year. Absolutely. Guys like that. Hey, David, man, don't be a stranger around here. This has been fantastic, man. Really? 
Really? Hey, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow for my for my a little bit more cornbread dressing, man. I can't wait. <laughs> David, we'll uh, look forward to your call on Sunday. But, again, thank you, as always, for uh, the contributions you make to our show. And we couldn't be happier to have you back. Thanks, fellas. Great to have you guys on the weekend, all weekend. Thank you all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.